when it came to a certain circumstance that was uh, that required a lot of discernment, my parents gave me some really strong advisement on something. And I'm going to be honest with you, at first I was really, really reluctant about it. But the Lord was laying on my heart while I was heading over to my parents that he did not call me to be fearful of people. He called me to be fearful of him and to submit to him and trust him that he is in control. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Grace and Truth. I'm a grateful gospel-centered disciple of Jesus Christ who struggles yet perseveres, and my name is Dave. I hope and pray that you're doing well. Today we begin a two-part podcast entitled Respect, Love, and Honor. It was broadcasted live on Facebook on December 14th, 2020. Let's take a listen. Father God, Adonai, we thank you that you are still with us. And Lord, we are continually amazed at how you are continually working in our lives. Um, we thank you for the new vaccines that are being um, uh, taken care of and are being brought out. Lord, would you give the doctors wisdom as to how to continue to ensure that everyone is safe. Lord, we also ask that you would give our country leader leadership uh, our country's leadership wisdom, and that we be reminded as believers to pray for our leaders. And Lord, as I talk about tonight's message, help us speak through me as your messenger this evening. May your gospel be in the center of it all. What we know not, teach us. What we have not, give us. What we are not, make us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as I was um, trying to find a place to um, do this broadcast, I was looking at a uh, Bible that is on one of the bookshelf, one of the um, coffee tables, and that was the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. As a baby, my parents always were amazed at how I was trying to look inside that Bible. <laughs> and um, um, and uh, we, we, we actually took a look at the um, uh, my first birthday on... Um, um, digital and DVD, and um, and how on my, my first birthday I was walking over to that Bible and trying to open it up, and my mom was saying, we can give that to you if you want it, David, but you'll have to wait a few years. That was, that was when I was a baby, before I went by Dave. That aside, um, it's a good thing I'm here today because um, what better way to um, start this message especially in this setting, because we're talking about respect, love, and honor. And I'm going to mainly talk about loving our, our parents and honoring them, even as adults, as well as respecting those who are in leadership, both at work and at, uh, in our churches. So with that said, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to, uh, turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33. Turn your Bibles there. So let me read Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33. And I'll put it on the screen for you guys as well. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body 
and is, is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, so that he may present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she may be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. You know, as I look at that passage, um, I was just reminded of something. My parents are an incredible example of, of couples who really take that seriously. I was talking to my dad, and one of the things that he talked about was how when he first met my mom, the one thing he had to keep in mind was this, Lord, how can I love her just as you love the church. And because of his example, it really gave me an appreciation of how my parents continue to serve the Lord. Now, they're not perfect. They are not perfect. But it's because of who, who Christ is and what he's done in their lives that they have a marriage that is incredible. And I'll tell you this, because of my dad's example, I wanna have that same example with my own wife. Now, granted, I'm aware that I may never get married, but I still want to have that mindset, whether it's in a marriage or with my friends, the list goes on and on. Now, many of us, and I'm guilty of this too, guys, and girls, you might want to listen to this as well. When you see somebody, the one thing that, you, that you're kind of into is looks. And let me tell you, I've met a lot of girls who were good looking in the outside, but their hearts were very, very small. Now, I know that this may sound a little um, weird, but I'm gonna say this uh, anyway. I mean, looks are nice and all, big parts are nice and all, but big hearts are more important. And I wanna be explicitly clear on that. And I'm saying this because I have friends who, um, who have taught me through their examples, Dave, trust God, guard your heart, the point is, looks can be deceiving. Looks can be deceiving. We hear that all the time. And I could not agree more in the context of, of relationships and marriage for that matter. Now let's take a look at Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. I mentioned my parents earlier as an example of, of their marriage and how what their, how their life played a special, has really been an encouragement to me. 
Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land, and that the Lord your God is giving you. Now, only in God's providence would I be sharing this recent news. So I'm not going to get into detail on what exactly happened, but when it came to a certain circumstance that was uh, that required a lot of discernment, my parents gave me some really strong advisement on something. And I'm going to be honest with you, at first I was really, really reluctant about it, but the Lord was laying on my heart while I was heading over to my parents that he did not call me to be fearful of people. He called me to be fearful of him and to submit to him and trust him that he is in control. And then I was reminded of David and Goliath. You know, I mean, Goliath, he, uh, I was talking to my brother about this. He said he was about like nine feet tall, at least. Um, well, since he's, since he's over in the living room, I'll, I'll just ask him, is that right, nine feet? Steven? Nine feet, right? Okay, thank you. Uh, nine feet, nine inches. So, and he has all these, all these soldiers and all of these weapons that he has, and he's facing this little teenager who only has stones and a slingshot. But what's of humongous importance is he also had Christ. Wait, well, okay, well, Christ wasn't on the earth during that time frame, but of course you get the idea. God was with him during that time. And it was because of his faith that the giant was slain. And you know, I face a lot of giants, but yet God has been protecting me throughout this time. And I'm grateful that my parents have given me such incredible advisement on how to approach certain things. Without that advisement, I don't think I'd be where I am today. Now, it's not just parents that we should be grateful for. It's also our leaders. I'm gonna take that a little bit and talk about pastors and our bosses. I'll start with pastors. So, I, I, as, as you know, I've had some disagreements with certain pastors on certain issues. Now, there was one example that I had, um, there was one experience that I had with one pastor when it came to a concern that I had about um, where our church was going. Now, I'm not going to talk about what exactly the circumstance was or who the pastor is, because I really do believe that it is important to um, maintain that respect of anonymity and confidentiality, and it's really not necessary to bring that up to you guys. But I bring this up vaguely because I want to use this example as a way of pointing you to the next passage, which is Hebrews 13, 17, and I'll bring that up in a moment. So this was... I had just changed churches and I was concerned about something. And when I decided, you know what, I need to call the pastor about this, the Lord was laying on my heart. Now, these were not his exact words. This is how it felt like. Dave, before you go to him, remember, I've assigned you to him. I've assigned him to you to be your pastor. So you are to be respectful to him and make sure that any concern that you have is a request. 
because he's trying to care for this flock and he is qualified in this area. Now, those were not God's exact words, but that's how it felt like. His exact words were Hebrews 13, 17, and I'm gonna turn to that passage and read it to you guys. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. <clears throat> After keeping that in mind, I did talk to him and I made the request. Of course, my request was denied, but he was very appreciative of the fact that I chose to be obedient to God's command to obey my leaders and submit to their authority by being respectful about it and making it a request rather than an ultimatum. Because I've heard of people who make ultimatums to their pastors, and I know there may be some places and times for it, but if it's a pastor who's qualified and knows what he's doing and is handling the word of truth carefully, you better make sure that you rethink about what you're going to do when you, when you encounter that pastor. You better ascertain that you take the log out of your own eye first before taking any specs out of someone else's. Hey guys, we're out of time for today, but we will continue this message next week. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at my website, chewmadenew.com, or you can call me at 510-516-CHEW. That's 510-516-2439. Or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, peace out and God bless. Cinco's!